Welcome everyone to Mr. Andre's WWE Quick Draft. Now, in the past, we've I've done a couple drafts myself with the WWE, but as of last, was it? It's two. It's been two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago, live on SmackDown, Triple H came out and said that they're planning on doing another draft. And then this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, Triple H introduced a brand new World Heavyweight Championship. Love the championship, by the way. I think it's beautiful. Lowered the logo a little bit of the big old WWE symbol and push it to the back. I mean, lowered it a little bit, make it go with the rest of it. I'm fine with it, but that's just Nick picking. Anyway, love that championship. And, and, uh, I already downloaded it on 2K. Uh, he said this championship will go over to whatever brand that Roman Reigns gets draft doesn't get drafted to. So if he gets if he stays on SmackDown, then that title becomes Raw. If he goes to Raw, it becomes SmackDown's championship. Cool. I'm fine with all that. I'm great with all that. So I could have I could easily easily easy easy work. I could easily go through the entire rosters and tell you who should be on what, but that's a lot of work. I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. Instead, uh, WWE.com, WWE themselves on their website or whatever, especially on Twitter, they was like, okay, here's uh, give us who's your top ten picks for Raw and SmackDown. Which means I feel like that's what they might do in general. I feel like they're going to do like 10 of them there and then do a supplementary draft on WWE.com or something like that or social media and they just do the rest of it. Potentially, I'm not too for sure. So my personal opinion, this is how I think the draft would go. No, I'm lying. This is who I think it should go. Now, of course, debate it, debate, debate. That's all the best part about it. Debate about it. Okay, so I guess we can start over with, um, I feel like tomorrow night on SmackDown, I feel like they won't say whether or not Roman Reigns is a Raw or a SmackDown superstar until the very end of the show to give it a suspense that goes into Monday night. That's what I believe. I believe that's what's going to happen. I could be wrong, but I believe that's what's going to That's what I'll do. I'll make it where we just do all these wrestlers are coming up to SmackDown or whoever and build it up and then in the last five minutes of the show make it known that Roman Reigns is whatever whatever brand he's on. So speaking of Roman Reigns, we could start there. I got Roman Reigns heading over to Monday Night Raw. Of course, with Roman, I'm also drafting the Usos and Solo Sokoa. All the bloodlines are going to Monday Night Raw. I know some of y'all thinking, why? First of all, he has the WWE Championship and he has the Undisputed Championship. I assume, I'm not too for sure, I assume they'll drop the Universal Championship. I think they said Triple H was not a fan of the Universal Championship. But, of course, with Vince back there, too, an argument could be made between the two about if they're going to keep it or not. I think they should drop it. It's a trash title since it was debuted. I never understood I never understood what the title is supposed to be. Still don't. So, he drops the Universal title, goes to Monday Night Raw. With Monday Night Raw, you got Roman Reigns, you got Solo Sokoa, and you got the Usos. They've run SmackDown. So well since the pandemic days and since Roman Reigns began his tribal chief character gimmick. They've done excellent over there. Now, running that Raw with three hours of Raw, you need the bloodline, which could be coming to an end. Could be coming to the end. It could be restarted. We don't know. They can go to Raw. They All of them can go to Raw. You have Roman controlling the main event picture. You have Solo starting up in the mid-card division perfectly. And then you have the Usos getting back into the tag team titles division. On, that, on top of that, you have so much storyline going on. On top of that, to cover up the three hours of Raw. It'll be perfect, in my, my personal opinion. Not only that, but over there on SmackDown, he's pretty much dominated and defeated the majority of the SmackDown superstars over there. You can go through the list. If you go through, if you go through all his title defenses, 
outside of, if I'm not mistaken, outside of Brock Lesnar, oh, let me see, let me see, outside of Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens, if I'm not mistaken, all the play, all the wrestlers that he's defending his championship again has been SmackDown superstars only. They've all been SmackDown superstars. All the storylines been SmackDown related. So he has not touched majority. Oh, Cody Rose, my fault. Cody Rose too, because Cody has not been. And he showed up on SmackDown, but you can tell he's a raw guy, though. They've been pushing him for to be a raw guy. So he's only defended his championship against three raw superstars in, in his entire reign. Only three of them has challenged his championship. Even then, Brock Lesnar was technically a SmackDown star first, and then he jumped over to Raw when he, went, when he won the Universal Championship. But outside of that, so it's been three Raw guys he's defending his championship against. Everybody else has been SmackDown and SmackDown, majority SmackDown. Even Matt Riddle, I think even Riddle, he was SmackDown too. I think Riddle, Riddle was SmackDown too, if I'm not mistaken, before he went over to Raw. Because he couldn't challenge for the championship anymore. That's why they had put him back on Raw. But then was that time when Orton was out? I think Orton might have been out by then. If Orton was out by then, then, then Riddle might be number four. Doesn't matter. So he's been defending his titles against majority of the SmackDown roster. He goes over to Raw, he has a new list of wrestlers he needs to go and deal with. He's still got to deal with AJ Styles. Cody Rhodes for another rematch. He still needs to deal with Bobby Lashley. Eventually, Big E, potentially, whenever he comes back. So, that right there, that's just, I just named out four people in a row that he still needs to deal with. And that's not including if he... Um, okay, shout out to the baby in the background. That's not including any other stars that could come up, could get signed, could anything. That's not including them also. So, yes, I think Roman needs to be on Monday Night. I think the bloodline needs to go to Monday Night Raw. So, of course, we'll start off with the Monday Night Raw side. So, you got the bloodline of Monday Night Raw. Cody, Cody Rose stays on Monday night. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. He SummerSlam has to be the end point for the Roman Reigns championship run. Time for Cody to take that title and let Cody does his thing for the rest of the whenever. Also, I got... So, right there, Bloodline and Cody. That's easy. Easy work. That's easy right there. Next, player, next wrestler I got up, I have Charlotte Flair going to Raw. Reason why I got Charlotte going to Raw, she's been on SmackDown uh, a lot. She's already she did the best she could with the SmackDown roster. That SmackDown women's roster needs to be re-updated. But I think she goes to Monday nights and she and Bianca Belair eventually start up their feud so Bianca can get her win over her. She's the last horse women that Bianca has not defeated yet. And then that's her goal. That's still Bianca's goal. She was on coldest balls with Kevin Hart, and she still said that's one of her goals is to beat hell. Once she does that, she's defeated all four. So that's still that's still happening. Next up, I put LA Knight to Monday Night Raw. I think I think they said LA Knight has done fantastic getting good crowd reactions to the live crowd despite losing a lot. And I think they'll push him over this raw. And if they push him over the raw, they start building him up. Eventually, when Money in the Bank, I see a lot of people suggesting that. I do, too. I like that idea, too. He wins Money in the Bank. Like I said, you have Cody beat Roman Reigns and let him take that title off of Roman Reigns. And then you can turn around and have L.A. Knight cash in Money in the Bank and take that off of Cody himself. Yeah, Cody gets a championship. He defeats Reigns and then turn around. He loses it to L.A. Knight. That's still a possibility. So they still, I, I believe they still want to push L.A. Knight. Putting him on Raw would give him more exposure, gives him more people involved into the LA Knight gimmick. Love him on SmackDown, but I think it's time for him to go to Raw, and I'm I'm fine with that. After that, for the next, let me see, I had the next, the last three major picks for Raw. Like I said, I only did ten, three last major picks. I put 
Roxy Perez from NXT. These are all NXT callers, by the way. Roxy Perez, she just lost the NXT Women's title. I was actually surprised she did. She lost the title over WrestleMania weekend. They just had their NXT Spring Breaking, if I'm not mistaken. That's the name of their live event. They did that, and she still lost the match. I think she got pinned by Andy Hartwell. So that pretty much almost tells me that they're pretty much ready to push her up to the main roster, I think. I think that's the idea is for Roxy to go ahead and get caught up and compete for Monday Night Raw more than SmackDowns. I think Raw, Raw needs more an ejection of, um, of something to that uh, to that brand because that women's division is pretty dead almost. M mainly it's dead because there's no there's no writing. I mean, there's no building because th it's not me. That's let's just be honest here. Let me stop beating around the bush. It's not me writing for Raw, WWE. Let's be honest here. So Roxy Perez, Monday Night Raw. Next person up is Cram is Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes was is a guy from NXT who has about who had like three different gimmicks, three different times he came in. He wore a hat. He had a hairy chest or whatever. I don't know what exactly his gimmick was. His entry skills is awesome. They went from that. They went from that to. A million of uh, the million dollar man type deal that they did with even Ted DiBiase Sr. was there. Apologies for the background. Ice cream person came through and it was really loud. I didn't really suspect them to be that loud. Anyway, but yeah, he had uh, plenty of different gimmicks down there in the NXT and they're just like, he needs to be called up like ASAP. They say he has been on NXT in a cool minute, I think since January or so. And he's gotten shape. He's shaped up. So he's basically, he's ready for a call up. So I think the idea is to call him up to Monday Night Raw. He can get over as a face or a heel. Probably a face and challenge Austin Theory for the for the US title, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll be a nice addition to the Monday Night Raw. And then finally, I got the Creed Brothers. Julius and... Oh, what was the other guys? Julius and... I forgot the other brother's name. Oh, that's bad for me. Anyway, the Creed Brothers down in NXT have did a 180. A 180. They came in with Diamond Mine. I thought they was like, mm, I was like, oh, they're probably solid, decent in-ring competitors. But they broke out and they became epic. They became really legendary in my personal opinion down on NXT. And of course, you want to give them, you want to get the the division, the tag team division, and these are uh, another Brutus, Brutus, Brutus and Julius. That's their name. That's the guy's name. I was like, the tag team division also need a little, uh, get some more into it and i think the creed brothers can do that their energy their speed their not they, they do everything i like it i think i think they've done their part down in nxt and i think it's often them to call up so going through monday night raw again roman reigns cody rose the usos solo sakura charlotte roxy perez cameron grimes the creed brothers and la Knight to monday night raw moving over to the smackdown side of things smackdown so with roman and them gone it allows SmackDown to rebuild their divisions, to rebuild the world title division, which they I think they need. I think they desperately need that. Bringing the new championship and hype that up. I think SmackDown has. I think SmackDown has showcased that they are was has been better than Monday Night Raw majority of the time. So I think they should be awarded with the new championship. With the new championship, I think they should be awarded with um, some awesome people with it. First person they getting drafted over there. I think that we all seen it. Seth Rollins, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. He should be drafted to SmackDown. Uh, he's done his thing on Monday Night Raw. I think there's nothing left for him to do on Raw, in my personal opinion. He was in the U.S. title hunt. He's done that. He's done the Raw tag team titles. He's done that. Uh, he's challenged for the Universal Championship just once. I guess that's another guy technically that that challenged Roman Reigns, but 
He didn't. He only. He won by DQ. So I'm not even gonna count that. But Seth Rollins, yeah, I think he's done more than enough to showcase that he should be next world champion, the first new world champion. I think that, that should be added to his resume. I think that's impressive. I think he was he was the first NXT champion. He was the he was in line for the first Universal Championship match, and now he should be right here for the first uh, new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So I think this is perfect time for, uh, for uh, Seth Rollins. He's over still. People love Rollins. It's time. It's time. With that being said, who else is getting drafted to SmackDown? Uh, the Judgment Day. Yep. Finn Balor, Dominique, Damian, and Rhea Ripley. First of all, let's start off with Rhea Ripley. She is the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's been appearing on Raw a lot, even though she's SmackDown's Women's Champion. She's not a Raw superstar. Not only that, I don't think she even competes on Raw no more. I think she's now... They should go ahead and push this to... This is your SmackDown. This is the women's division is yours now. They should really, really push that. That's why I think they're going to... I think that's why I'm thinking like they're going to grab the entire Judgment Day and put it over there. I think it's that time anyway. She's just been appearing on Raw, just appear on Raw. But she's she's SmackDown's women's champion. She's going to, she's going to SmackDown. So I think that's happening. Damian Priest and Dominique after this little feud with Bad Bunny is over with. Uh, I'm not surprised they didn't do a tag team match. I thought it was gonna be. I thought we all thought it was gonna be Damian Priest and Dominique versus Ray and and um, Bad Bunny. But one on one street fight, I'm cool with that. That allows Dom Damian Priest to get uh, some singles match pay per view on him. He missed WrestleMania, so this gives him something to do. And then for Dominic, he's not really doing much at all either. So I expect them all to go to SmackDown. I also expect them to go to SmackDown because LWO, Latinos War Order, the new one, the new version of Latinos War Order with Rey Mysterio, um, Legato Fantasma, all of them is on SmackDown too. So I'm, I'm assuming that's another idea is to put them all on one brand in the first place. I also expect Santos to turn heel against Rey Mysterio eventually. But putting them all on one brand and keep them feuding or whatever you want to do, I think that comes sooner rather than later, in my personal opinion. And then for Finn Balor, Finn Balor needs to be pushed up to that world title scene anyway. I dis I still disagree to this day that Edge beat him at WrestleMania. I don't think that should have happened. I think Finn should have went over Edge. I don't I didn't see why Edge needed that win over Finn. I really didn't. I don't no one can convince no one can convince me that Edge needed that win over Baylor. I don't think so. I think Edge Edge should have def I think Baylor should have definitely been Edge at WrestleMania. He needed more than Edge do. Finish off the storyline. Let Baylor win, not let Edge win, because now Edge is nowhere to be seen yet again. While Baylor's here every week, I don't like that. That's just me though. But Judge Mary to SmackDown. What that means, uh, with them added to that, I added in another female wrestler from the Raw brand to the SmackDown brand. That happens to be Becky Lynch. Now this one's gonna be a this one's gonna be a 50 50 thing because her and Trish still has that feud going on, but Trish hasn't appeared. Uh, she's not gonna be around or wrestling for that long anyway. And they plus the Roman was supposed to be having this is a SummerSlam match. Okay, cool. And. Trish has always been a Raw superstar, so I don't know if they're going to bring Becky Lynch over to SmackDown, but I would. I would definitely would allow Trish to come over to SmackDown. They've been teasing her. I think they've been teasing Trish challenging for the War Women's Championship. That's why I was like, I'm half and half on that. But if it was up to me, definitely Becky to SmackDown to be with her husband like normal. Y'all know how I feel. I feel like anybody. I feel like. If one gets drafted in a, if they marry or in a relationship, they should be drafted together and not by themselves. But hey, that's just me. So I got Becky going to SmackDown also help help boost up that women's division. 
and get into a few uh Rhea Ripley something we have not seen just yet we need to see that also and fresh new faces she's done with Bailey she's done with the uh, damage control so I think this is perfect for her to go over to SmackDown get a whole list of brand new wrestlers to go against and then finally the last three members that I'm adding to the SmackDown brand it has to be Tyler Bate Tyler Bate from NXT Ever since he got over to the NXT brand after he dropped the title from Braun Baker, which I assumed that I was like, I was calling for time to for Tyler Hero, uh, not Tyler Hero, whoa, Tyler Bates to take the title off of Braun Baker and let Braun Baker get moving to the main roster and let Tyler Bates hold the titles, uh, hold the championship for a while. But ever since he dropped the title to Braun Baker, he really hasn't done too much in NXT. And then they, the pay per view they had NXT weekend, WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend, he was in that random Andrew Chase versus the Joy Gacy's group or whatever that was. I said, what are we doing, my boy? I said, bring him up to the main roster and stop playing with me. Because he, he doesn't fit in NXT. He fits in the old NXT. He, along with a lot of wrestlers from NXT that be down there, they don't fit in this new version of NXT. They fit better in the old golden black days. You know, the the height of it they, he don't fit he don't fit with this brand of nxt in my personal opinion that's how i look at it. i look at a lot of those people in nxt and i was like y'all don't really fit with this nxt y'all fit more of the old school nxt the the awesome one the, the one that was great not the one that rebranded not now so bring up tyler bake awesome he can get into the feud with of course the imperium somebody he's done it with he can get maybe he joins the um no, nah, he don't draw a brawl and Bruce, but you know, he, he, him himself, he's awesome. So bring him in. Next person up, we got, uh, Dragunov, another guy that came from NXT UK. He's stuck in, he's in NXT right now and he, he gets over. I'm not too for sure what the gimmick is supposed to be, but he gets over. He's brutal. He's awesome. He's a, he's a fighter. And of course the man, he took the title off of in NXT UK. Uh, he defeated Gunther before. So bring him in. And having him another rematch is there. That's potential that I would love to see that go on. Uh, another one. Um, he's gonna be an interesting guy to get over. I think he, he he's an interesting one. They have to book him a certain way. I think he's very interesting in my personal opinion. But yes, bringing him in, bringing him in, one hundred percent. And then finally, the last group has to be uh, last two people are actually pretty deadly. Pretty deadly had just lost a match at NXT. Uh, spring breaking, which is so such, such a weird name. Anyway, at that they lost to the family or something like that, whatever that family, the family or whatever. And apparently, it was implied that the family had drove them off into the ocean, into the river to swim with the fishes. Smiley face. So pretty deadly. is pretty much is done with NXT and bring them up to SmackDown. I've been hearing rumors of Seth Rollins and Pretty Deadly come together as a team because of the crazy outfits they be wearing and stuff like that. I mean, that's fine. They just added more boost to the tag team division. That's, that's what I'm bringing them in for. Moves boost to the, to the tag team division. Uh, I think they're cool. I think they're all right. I think they'll do great, though, on the main roster. Hopefully not treated like the fashion police. That's not what they are. They're better than that. Please, please. But that's my person pin. So SmackDown, you got Seth Rollins. You got the Judgment Day. You got um, Becky Lynch, Tyler Bate. Dragonoff and Pretty Deadly all the SmackDown. Like I said, those are my 10 picks for both Raw and SmackDown on separate sides. Uh, y'all let me know. Y'all definitely let me know who y'all take, uh, who y'all take, who y'all thinking, uh, what brand 
I just feel like, like I said, I, feel, I just feel like Roman's going to, I feel like the bloodline's going to Raw. I feel like it. SmackDown, this is the first draft night, so I definitely will be watching live with them because I want to see what's going on. But, hey, that's it for me, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.